0: I mean, growing up back home in Nigeria, right, I I vividly remember having neighbors, family, aunties, uncles around stepping to help at the drop of a hat. And so, you know, that's what I was hoping to experience when I became a mom. And of course, like most every other mom, was on for a rude awakening when that wasn't the case. And Mm -hmm. um, so I actually had to... I used to live in DC. I had to move back home to my mom to find that, you know, care and support. Because so I'm like, there's just no way. Um, so, in in that sense, you know, just um, accepting the fact that I cannot do it all alone. I think that's a big thing that we tend to often not want to admit. The other day,
1: a neighbor and friend offered to drop off a bunch of books and old clothes her kids had outgrown. My immediate thought, and I couldn't even control it because it just came to me was, oh my God, does she think we don't have enough books or clothes for the boys? It was so ridiculous. But in our society, it's so deeply instilled in us that we should be independent, that we should do everything ourselves, and that even the offer of help somehow makes it feel like we're not doing things right, let alone even asking someone for help. I love that Toyosi is making us think differently and not only creating a community for parents, but recognizing caregiving as work. Welcome to Work Like a Mother a podcast dedicated to real conversations with incredible women juggling work, life, and motherhood. I'm Bridget Garsh, co-founder of Neighbor Schools and your host. Today, I'm excited to sit down with Toyosi Babalola, founder and CEO of Abule. Do you have these moments that stop you in your tracks and make you realize that you just can't do it all? Toyosi did too. She realized, prior to the pandemic, that she couldn't be home with her daughter and work her demanding full-time IT job. Toyosi was raised in Nigeria by a, quote-unquote, village of adults who supported her and helped share the load of raising a child. Even though she was in America, she needed to create a village to help raise her child. Toyosi started Abule, a startup that connects parents to support each other and share the load of parenting. This amazing startup will help you find your village too. Welcome. I am delighted to be spending some time with you today, and I cannot wait to share with everyone who's listening more about your journey. Um, I thought it would be really good, a good place for us to start would be about your how you thought of your career before you had kids. So where did you see yourself
0: going professionally? Oh, wow. So my background is in um, IT. So um, I thought of myself just, you know, professionally going up the, the ladder as an IT um, expert, which I had been doing over the past, you know, 15 plus years before I became a founder. Um, so I started off as a software engineer at core, I went to school to study computer science um, and, you know, became a project manager, test engineer. So the, the idea was just to continue off that chain, um, the tech field.
1: And then you became...
0: A, a mom, month. and how
1: did how did that how change? Did that and,
0: yeah. So right. So at the time that I became a mom, I was working on um, let's see on an IRS project, specifically like the fraud detection department, which is very, um, as you would imagine, very intricate, very fast paced. So as an IT person, there's a lot of like long hours and you know nighttime hours, and I had um, my daughter with me. The entire time, because at yeah. that time, we were, you know I used to work from home even before the pandemic hit full time. Um, so just managing that, and you know, my child just became so um so difficult. Mm-hmm. And um you know, just like most parents, i I burned out. and I'm like, you know what? Something has to we need to change this narrative, and I know that we could use technology to help solve this. And um yeah, so that's how I kind of became a, a founder.
1: Well, and share with us your incredible startup. Um, uh, oh, I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly.
0: Abule? Yep, perfect. Yes, it's, it's called Abule. And Abule means village in my native language, Yoruba, which is um, Nigerian. And Abule is the first um, digital battery care economy being built on blockchain. So it allows and encourages the trading of care tasks um, amongst you know other parents and people in the community, um, and it allows us to reward caregivers using crypto tokens of appreciation that truly appreciate. Because one of the issues is that child care is undervalued and undercompensated. So we want us that to, start to right, place that due value on caregiving, and blockchain is the perfect avenue for that. So we're excited to be to be building this for for the community.
1: Wow. Can you explain a little bit more about like how it works? And for somebody who might not be as familiar, like what is, what does it
0: like tactically look like? Yes, So a perfect use case would be, um, you know, Bridget, Bridget and my daughter go to the same school. Your kid and my kid goes to the same school. I'm stuck at work in a meeting until 7 p.m. I need help picking up my daughter from school and potentially helping our kids are in the same class, potentially helping with homework assignment. You pick up my kids, since you're picking yours up, doesn't cost too much, and you help them with your homework, I pick them up and I give you tokens of appreciation, right? So which is you know, um, our decentralized currency that we, we use within the platform. Um, and similar to stocks, it also could increase in value. So while it might be just a token that I give to you for saying thank you, um, it could be what a lot more in the near future. And I know that that's always a pleasant thing, right. Um, to be able to have something to fall back on for college or something.
1: Wow. It's so interesting. I mean, you know, we, we at neighbor schools, were also working to solve the childcare crisis and, and through helping providers open home daycares. Um, but I I love your model of democratizing childcare and this idea of, you know, um, appreciation and how, how it will grow with time. What's the next stage of the business? Um, and, and how long have you been a founder?
0: Um, so I've actually been a founder for a couple of years. You know, there's been a lot of, um, listening to, to parents and, you know, trying to really pinpoint the root cause of, you know, some of where the issues um lie. So we've been building and iterating on that. Um, we actually just only pivoted into blockchain. We tested out, you know, another model, which was credit based, but the blockchain model just, you know, just naturally fit in. Now technology has caught up with what I was looking to do, um, and it's wonderful because with blockchain, value could actually appreciate rather than just picking an arbitrary figure to to append um, care care to. Uh, so so yeah. So we've been we've been at it for a couple of years, but we recently just pivoted and shifted to the blockchain Web three model. The whole Web three itself. Is all about decentralization by putting power back into the hands of people. And that's what we're set to do at Apple way. How do you think
1: your motherhood has influenced your experience as a founder? And then also the flip side of that, how has being a founder influenced your motherhood?
0: Um, So for me, um, I mean, growing up back home in Nigeria, right, I, I vividly remember having neighbors, family, aunties, uncles around to stepping to help at the drop of a hat. And so, you know, that's what I was hoping to experience when I became a mom. And of course, like most every other mom, was on for a rude awakening when that wasn't the case. And mm-hmm. um, so I actually had to... I used to live in DC I had to move back home to my mom to find that you know care and support cuz so I'm like there's just no way um so so in in that sense you know just um accepting the fact that I cannot do it all alone I think that's a big thing that we tend to often not want to admit because there's a lot of judgment out there right everyone is just on the go 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 achieve this career wise but really there is a place for um caregivers that might want to stay at home. And those are the ones that would actually have the propensity to help out, right? But we want to value them too. So it really changed my mindset from being like such a career person, like I said, I wanted to go up there to really valuing the people that also want to stay by choice and necessity, stay at home. Um, The idea is that, um, and what I hope that the community would take from it is that there's, there's, um, there's, there's no right or wrong right into whatever path a woman might want to choose it could be a career champion or you could be championing the home we need each other right for us to harmonize the the, the community right so because I know that there tends to be a lot of stigma attached to people staying at home or right mm-hmm. so it's the idea that we actually do need each other and we need a little bit of each and we need to start valuing <laughs> each other as such Well,
1: I can totally relate to that feeling of the awkward ask. And I feel like moms feel this pressure to avoid asking someone for a favor for fear of looking like we don't like have all our shit together and we're not on top of everything. Um, yet we, as you were just saying, we need others. Like we can't do this alone. So do you have any advice for parents who love the concept of this to get a village started in their own neighborhoods and communities? Absolutely.
0: So um, I I actually love to call it tribe, right? So like using Mm -hmm. their, right. So it is a village for all of us, a global village, but then within the village, we have our own different tribes, which you, you know, would be your communities, if you will. Um, So the the best thing would be to gather people within your community because right now people actually trade informally, but Mm -hmm. Abule would help, Reduce that awkwardness, like you said, right? Like, Or fancy saying, here's $5 to your... It's just awkward giving your friend $5. But whereas if you're doing like X amount of tokens, even if it's $5, Mm -hmm. it would be worth more later, right? It just makes you feel better that you're not just um, infringing on someone else's time. Mm -hmm. Um, So the best way would be for people to join the platform and actually invite their grandma's people that they typically would love to help you know um to 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 seek out to help them but quite often you know feel icky about asking right right that would be that would be the best um, way and we're we're still building just as a disclaimer but they could get on the wait list and and we'll onboard people in groups that's incredible
1: and uh, how old is your
0: your daughter now she turned big 10 this august so she's almost 10 yes and she's you know she's she's i I like to call her my my co-founder she goes around saying like you're my i'm your mini me you need to put me up in the book i'm like yes of course right i wouldn't (laughs) be where i am today without you and she's she actually does contribute um you know oftentimes with me so uh, so yeah, so the idea behind it is also not just physical help, but imagine just sharing wisdom, right? Like wisdom from the elders, like this is how you party train, and then you could give that person a token. Right. I'm really mm-hmm. hoping to build something that is right, like truly reminiscent of a village. You know how a village would would operate.
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask you what your daughter thinks of you you know, being a founder and and it seems like she has the makings of being a founder already <laughs> at this young age. It's right. like,
0: yeah,
1: I it see that happening. Because we
0: do actually host activities too online, virtual. again, like I said, um right i'm not i don't know what your background is but imagine i mean i would imagine that you have a professional skill set in something that you could potentially convey to my daughter and other people again sharing our wisdom with each other's kids so that they grow up right in a safe harmonious village and you know they'd have absorbed good skills from different cuz i don't know know it all right i'm just i'm a techie i don't know marketing or any other aspects and and it's OK to not know. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. idea of just tapping into to um, our strengths and leaning on each other in the areas that we need to mitigate. Um, right. Our, our weaknesses. Um, another thing to note about Abulé is that while, while we're starting with the child care, mm-hmm. we're actually going to be expanding into like the global care economy, meaning Um in the near future, we will be branching into elder care, right? Aging in place, um, household care, because it's all right. When you talk about care, it's all encompassing. It's not just child care; it's it's everything as a whole.
1: Yeah, I can still remember when my grandmother was in her late eighties. She lived at home until you know she passed away, and yeah. and she passed away when she was ninety. So she lived at home oh, wow. for a she very time. Yeah. That's she lived true. a long life and she got her wish to live at home. But at the time I was, I think right out of college and I was the one who lived closest to her. So I was the one, who, you know, it would be like, you know, everyone's calling me saying, you got to go check on grandma and see, and make sure does she have enough bread and milk and meals and like what's happening in the house. And so it felt like this tremendous really responsibility to take on as a as you know in in my early 20s. Um, but Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of how something like that would, you know, work so well in the platform as you have family members who are farther away and exactly and would be wanting to also show their appreciation and recognition for the Mm -hmm. additional work that you're doing to care for a family member.
0: Yes. No, absolutely. Exactly, especially within the aging community, right? a sense of belonging and loneliness is a huge thing imagine being able to give i don't know a, a neighbor a few tokens just to go sit with grandma for two hours right. right yeah it's it's a thing so i see this really taking off people really you know and um i'd love for people to just bring back that sense of togetherness Where. I feel, you know, with technology these days, we're so glued to our <laughs> computers. Yeah. I inclusive, I'm guilty as charged, but I hope to be able to re- use technology right to bring us back to um like, you know, physical togetherness um, as opposed to just being stuck on 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 the computer itself.
1: Well, so as you think about your own journey into motherhood, what do you think you would have said to your you know, pre-mom self to help prepare you for for that journey into motherhood? Oof,
0: <laughs> can anything really prepare you enough <laughs> for from, <laughs> from motherhood? Very fair, I very fair. Anything could really prepare you enough. But I came during the onset of my brainstorming about, um, you know, the concept of the village, abule. I came up with five pillars, right, um, that I you know, live by, and it has become our core values at Abolé. the first being um, awareness, right? It's Mm -hmm. actually been aware that there actually is, is, is an issue somewhere. So it's awareness, um, appreciation, appreciation, and, you know, having a sense of gratitude for what you currently do have, because it's Mm -hmm. easy to fall into your spiral of just, you know, oh my gosh, I don't have this, I don't have that, but take a step back to actually, Be grateful for what you have because we're breathing. We we should be grateful. Um, And then it's acceptance. Acceptance that you cannot do it all alone. In as much as we are all, you know, strong women, we, you know, we're go-getters, but we need to also accept, um, right? It's almost as though we we try to eat um, eat our cake and have it too, right? Work, home. Honestly, it's not, it's not possible, <laughs> right? You either choose to be that career person, go that path, lean on to people that could do more of the home and vice versa and not judge each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the third would be, um, preservation, right? Again, how do you, it's part of it. Like just leaning into the community for things, you know, right. This is not, I'd rather just be the career, would rather be the stay at home mom nurture. I'm not doing career. Just preserve your sanity. Um, And then perseverance. So those are the five pillars that, you know, I tend to tell, you know, my new mom friends and I also strive to live by and I hope that everyone else would, would um, imbibe. I love those. I'm going to
1: lock those away. You probably saw me. (laughs) I was trying to write them down and then I realized I can just.
0: I could just go look at the site since you said yes. That you could look yes, at the site. Yes. It, yes, you could look at the site or email me. I could email them to you. But
1: those yes. those are really beautiful, not just as you know company values, um, but also as as something really meaningful to think of on a day to day basis. Because we yeah. do get so caught up in the the doing um, that mm-hmm. it's hard to step back and remember some of these bigger. Principles yes. we want to try and and hold hold dear. Yeah. Um, exactly. So I I want to do some rapid fire questions with you. Okay. <laughs> um, they're not scary. Don't worry. <laughs> I like, oh gosh. <laughs> but what's one piece of mom
0: gear you can't live without? I actually was one of those moms who barely had like it was a lean. I mean. Oh, you were minimalist. Yes. Oh yes. Um. I didn't think a lot of things that we use today were necessary, right? And then again, you have culturally, for where I'm from, we don't have a ton of, right? You could do most things with just <laughs> regular. Um, so for me, then it was just a plain old wrapper, um, not even one of those swaddle, but just a piece of cloth that I could tie her on her back, my back, yeah. traditionally tie kids on our back and that was it, right? Swaddle her on my back and, and go about my business. So it was my my wrapper. That was your go-to.
1: <laughs> that was my go-to. Who do you love to follow on Instagram?
0: Who do I love to follow on Instagram? Um, I don't really do Instagram much, but vintage fashion is, is, is a big thing for me. So I follow um, this lady called um, Idava Mustier. I think she's based in Europe. So she's very much much into vintage fashion and I just love it. Again, it makes sense because I love village, like that nostalgic feeling of a village. I just love, I think there's so many things that we could learn from, right? Ancient wisdom and of course, mm-hmm. tailor it, right? Using modern technology, but yes.
1: Yeah, it's such an interesting, in, in some ways, like I'm struck by the juxtaposition of your inspiration of the village and sort of this um almost like nostalgic view right but then you're also at the forefront and you're an engineer and you're in technology and it's like these
0: two things coming together that are so powerful yeah it's like you know I don't want us to forget that because there's power in that you know that's that's how I feel about most most things be it fashion right I love my my conservative (laughs) wears right so In every aspect of my life, I think it's been that way, right? My fashion sense, my, and just uh, my way of thinking in general. Um, All right. What's
1: one hack that makes your life easier?
0: Don't sweat the small stuff. (laughs) If the sky isn't falling, right, right? it could wait. Mm Hmm. I like that a lot. I'm both professional professional and personal. Yeah, let me let me put it in context in mom context right oh my gosh like the whole house is disorganized or whatever well it my sleep matters for more right that could wait because we tend to especially as caregivers like oh my gosh this is not done and that yeah the sky is not falling it's not as important as our health and well-being
1: I. I just had a similar thought last night as I looked at our dining room table. And I thought, when did our dining room table become like this <laughs> I'd, holding place for the most random mishmash, like art projects that my older child doesn't want the younger one to destroy and a half done puzzle. And then like, I don't know, contact cases that were washed in the, wa- in the dishwasher, but
0: haven't made their way upstairs. Like the most random hodgepodge yes a hodgepodge yes. remember again preservation acceptance once i learned like who's it yeah things just got right i'm not saying like you know i live like that all the time but just not not sweating it yeah <laughs> right? i love nuts. that all
1: right what's on your nightstand right now
0: um on my nightstand right now <laughs> i love all these questions is my lamp and um a bottle of water Tends to drink that first thing in the morning let's see that's pretty much it sticking with simple the minimalist vibe. yes <laughs> simple enough
1: well thank you so so much for joining me for this conversation and joining us on work like a mother it's been really wonderful chatting with you
0: absolutely thank you so much for having me this was so much fun
1: Work Like a Mother is produced by Neighbor Schools. Neighbor Schools is a startup in Boston that I co-founded in 2018 to help parents find daycare. As a first time parent, finding childcare can feel scary and intimidating. At Neighbor Schools, we help you find daycare you'll feel really good about so you can go back to work with the peace of mind that your little one is getting the socialization, support and stimulation they need to learn and grow. We've helped thousands of moms and dads figure out the daycare search. Check us out at neighborschools.com. And when you get in touch, mention that you discovered us on the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.